Hi, listeners. Uh, thanks for joining us on this episode. Uh, as usual, I'm your host, Timmy, and with me is Arun, uh, co-founder and CEO of PiggyVest. Um, over to you, Arun. Thanks for joining us. Uh, please introduce yourself to our listeners and tell us what PiggyVest is. Hi, uh, everyone. Thank you for having me. I'm Odun Ayoko, founder, chief operations officer for PiggyVest. And PiggyVest is a financial technology platform out of Lagos, Nigeria. So essentially, we help Nigerians save little amounts of money um, daily, weekly, or monthly towards the target. And when those funds are a significant amount, we also help them grow their funds with micro investments that offer highly competitive rates. Gotcha. Um, and so why would, why would uh, say, a Nigerian uh, sort of save with PiggyVest over like a GT Bank, for example? Ah, well, uh, we offer a range of services that the banks don't. One would be that we uh, transact completely for free. So if you've ever used a Nigerian bank, you, you would know that if you open a bank account, not only do you get your cards, your withdrawal fee, you have your withdrawal slip and all these things, you also get charges, right? So we have the card maintenance charge, the SMS charges, the account maintenance charges, the stamp duty. And so it means that invariably, if you put a thousand naira in a Nigerian bank in January, by the end of January, you would have 950 at most. And going like that, like that, it's just not sustainable. And the banks don't offer like uh, competitive interest rates at all. So the average commercial bank will offer you 4% per year. And Nigeria's inflation stands at 11.24% per year. So um, you are technically losing money. So we offer high competitive rates from about 10 to 15.5% per annum. Uh, we offer like free transaction costs. We don't charge our users for using the platform. We also offer discipline in that we are not trying to replace your bank account. We're just trying to supplement it. So what we want is for a user to move the money they want to save into PiggyVest because when you save in PiggyVest, you can only access your funds once um, every quarter. Outside of that, it attracts um, an early withdrawal penalty. Gotcha. That's that's super interesting. Um, can you can you tell us a bit about your education and professional background? So yeah, I um, I graduated from Covenant University with a first class bachelor's in computer engineering in 2013, and I started my first company six months after. <laughs> <laughs> not not a lot of waiting there. So yeah, uh, the company was called Push CV, and it still exists today. And what it does is connect candidates that we've already pre-screened to employers who are paying for access to those candidates, right? And uh, after Push CV, um, I had a couple more startups, but they failed. So uh, 500 entries, 99 staff, households, just a bunch of Oh, wow. <laughs> and then uh, in December 2015, uh, we started Piggy Vest, uh, Piggy Bank then, as it was called. So Piggy Bank was launched uh, into the world, uh, I think, the middle of January 2016. And so that's how we kind of find, found ourselves here. Mm -hmm. And did you always know you wanted to start a company? Because it sounds like you just dove headfirst in. Uh, so no, absolutely not. Um I'm I'm very passionate about teaching. So when I was in university, I was 100% certain 
that I was going to become a lecturer. Like I was going to, both my parents are university professors. So I was just going to do like the family thing, right? Become a university professor, do tons of research. I was all set to like go do my master's in Stanford and then we started the company and then I just didn't go. That's insane. Um, so I've I've heard uh, um, I've heard a bit about Hebron Labs at Covenant, and I'm curious if if that uh, had any impact on your entrepreneurial journey at all. <laughs> so no, it didn't because it didn't exist when I was there. Oh wow! So interesting because so a lot of the times I read about um, Covenant and how like PQVS is one of the big startups that's come out through like this university doing cool startup stuff. Um, so I think it's interesting that you you went there and you did all this without Hebron Labs actually existing back then. Ah no, it didn't exist. Well, we had this course called Entrepreneurial Development Studies, right? So that was a bit interesting. Um, and honestly, I never paid much attention to it because again, I wasn't going to become an entrepreneur. But I, I think that it did give like almost every Covenant University student. Um, a uh, was it a leg up and as some kind of foundational interest mm-hmm. in entrepreneurship. Gotcha. And and you mentioned like uh, all these other things you've worked on. Um, can you tell us why you think why you think Piggy Bank is or Piggy Vest now is the one that's stuck of all these things you've worked on so far? Um, uh, I on I honestly couldn't start. Like, <laughs> I I just I, I can't say like per se why it is. Mm-hmm. It's just. Um, we saw a tweet, right? And the late in December, we saw a tweet, and the lady had said that she was saving from she was saving from the beginning of the year till the end of the year a thousand naira every day inside an actual wooden box. And so we just decided to like um, innovate on that tweet and build a more sustainable wooden box. That that's how it started. Okay. I see. I see. That's really cool. Uh, and who else are you working on this with? I'm working on it with my co-founders, Joshua and Sumto. Uh, we've known each other since we were in Covenant as well. Gotcha. Um, so I'm, I'm curious. So what is, it, what is it like building a fintech startup in Nigeria right now, especially with sort of how hot that space uh, apparently is at the moment? <laughs> well, yeah. Um, I, I don't know that like the hotness of it or lack thereof really matters as much as it's great to be at the uh, forefront of it right now, right? You know, I'm I'm honored to be working in this space that everyone is so bothered about, like, at the moment. And we have, like, some incredible startups springing up. And, and I also think that maybe it makes sense that uh, the fintech space would be hot because, like, finance would be where, like, innovation starts from. If you innovate more and like the people's relationships to money and how they move money, how they transact, then you can literally innovate anything else. Right, right. Um, that makes sense. I, I've also sort of noticed that for for one of the sort of um, more popular startups back home, you guys haven't sort of done YC or come to the US for funding and all that stuff. Um, so I'm curious how you guys have been able to sort of achieve so much and, and, and sort of what resources have helped you get to the stage you're at right now. Um, well, YC is not for lack of trying. <laughs> we, just <didn't, laughs> we just didn't get in. And, you know, that's fine. Um, yeah, yeah. We have the most incredible investors. And so that mm-hmm. that's really our own, our own superpower. Gotcha. Uh, so, yeah. 
so when we started, we met um, one of our, our longest investors, and he's been with us since 2014. And so he's kind of stuck with us. And so, yeah, introduced us to like people who are like like-minded. And so we operate in a relatively stressless investor startup founder like relationship. So that helps. Yeah, yeah. Um, and in terms of user growth, how have you guys managed it? Because I, I, I think I'm pretty sure I, I've done some some digging a little bit and I've seen that, I mean, you guys have a fair amount of traction for a startup that just came that just uh, got founded a couple of years ago. Well, uh, lots of traction. Uh, maybe, I don't know. Very humble over there. <laughs> it's also from leveraging social media, I think. So um, when we started, so we didn't have like funding. So there was that. And so, and we needed to get users, right? So what we did was like just leverage, um, um, uh, what's it called? Social media, very heavily, right? GIFs, memes, funny tweets. I, you know, it, it kind of helps that we ourselves are millennials and I'm a very, very heavy Twitter user. Really, I'm plugged into <laughs> This is shameful. <laughs> this is very shameful. All the trends. And so I know everything that's going on. And and so it's really easy to kind of be able to leverage that into like hilarious brand tweets. So that's how we... I remember our first viral tweet was... Um, I don't know if you know that meme of Kim Kardashian, Kim Kardashian sitting down and just looking with this very Oh, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it was a Friday, and we were just like, okay, so this Friday, don't go out there, right at home. And then that tweet just kind of took off. And so, you know, things like that is how we gather the following. And we've kind of maintained that, right? So most of our growth is through social media interactions and in, in internal, like, referral systems within the, within the platform. So our users are our biggest ambassadors, our biggest salespeople, and we reward them for bringing in other users. Uh-huh. Um, so, I mean, right now you guys are sort of a uh, B, B to C play, right? Um, is there ever, do, do you ever, or do you ever see yourself sort of launching sort of some B to B offering, I don't know, small to medium sized enterprises, stuff like that? Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's not immediate, but it's definitely something we have to do. Uh-huh. And I've also I've also seen that I also recently saw that you guys launched a new product, and I'm sort of curious about your strategy for deciding sort of what new verticals in the fintech space to explore. How do you how do you pay attention to what's going on? How do you know um, what your customers need, and how do you decide when to sort of release a new product on top of your already existing offerings? Honestly, is from the customers' voices, right? Mm-hmm. Like um, all our product iterations are from customer need. Like, what do they want next? So our users have typically been the ones to like figure out and show us the direction that we need to take next. So if you see a product that we've launched or a feature that we've launched, it's because the users, their voices have finally reached the crescendo and we needed to release it for them. Right. Um, that makes total sense. So I'm curious, what's, what's sort of your, been your biggest surprise so far since sort of uh, starting Piggy Vest? What's, what's, uh, cur- what's, what's hit you out of left field most? Uh, well, I think, I think it's the sheer amount of work that goes into running a company like this. It's, it's mind-boggling. <laughs> I don't think that there are enough people there. <laughs> yeah, uh, and yeah. it, it, it's really great work, but it's also a lot that um, you find yourself not being able to take breaks. And, you know, breaks are important. 
like I, I didn't expect this not to work. I just kind of, I don't know. I coasted through university, so I thought I was going to coast through my whole adult life. <laughs> That's not working out. It's really hard work. Um, so I, I, I'm curious, so you're working on this thing now, um, and it's doing pretty well, it sounds like. Do you, do you think you're ever gonna get that, uh, graduate degree at Stanford? Yes. I, I, if they're listening, I hope they, still, they won't give me admission again. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I definitely need to still get my graduate degree. It's very important. And I'm curious, is, was that going to be in community engineering? No, not in computer engineering, but close. Um, artificial intelligence and cryptography. I was, yeah, very interested in like those things. I in 2013. So if I had to go now, probably to go, I'll, I'll go to the business school. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, I mean that's all sort of the business questions I have. Um, I'd love to hear if you have any advice for for any aspiring uh, African entrepreneurs out there, uh, sort of trying to start the next piggy vest. Uh, well, yeah, you know, like Africa has many, many problems, you know, and Nigeria has many, problems, many challenges like to solve. And like, there's, there's never been a better time than now to like leverage technology to solve these problems. It's really, we've reached the point where Nigerians are accepting of tech, right? As a person with several failed businesses, I can tell you that there is a <laughs> that they were not accepting tech or tech enabled like solutions but now they're very receptive and, and and you know there's so many gaps that you can feel with like a good idea or a good business or a good tech solution so just you know go for it got it um yeah so so what's what's next for piggy vest oh many things that i'm not allowed to reveal <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Love it. Can't wait to hear about all the awesome things you guys, you guys release soon. Thank you so much for joining us, Odu. Um, that's all the, all the questions we have time for. Um, I can't wait to see what the future holds for Piggy Vest. Thank you.